Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hey there. Uh, we're recording this Friday after a shocking win. I'm happy. Oh, I'm very happy. We're, um, we're above 500. We are victory. 500. We are above victory. Hey, uh, we have some messages to get to. Um, other people need to take... Uh, following Curtis's lead to start getting in on this, uh, Nathaniel reached out to us. Thank you for his call. Uh, Matt reached out from us from Indiana. Thank you for his call. Let, let, let's keep him going. Uh, Curtis did leave some messages. So uh, before we break down the game and talk about it, let's get to uh, the messages because, like we always say, the show is more about you than it is us. So take it away. Hey guys, it's Curtis. Hey, sorry I missed the uh, podcast calling. <clears throat> sorry. I just made that uh, near Reno to San Diego hall this morning with the family. So, had a good Thanksgiving though. Hope you guys did as well. Speaking of Thanksgiving though, um, great win. Um, I'm happy to your podcast right now. And I, I had a few notes I wanted to get off my head and I'll listen to the rest of the podcast and probably call back with more thoughts. But um, I agree with you completely, Tyler, that Trubisky looked okay. Um, now that was against man to man coverage and not zone. So I really need him to show up and go freak mode, uh, for the last four games for me to have any confidence in, in, in him going forward instead of just coming out there like garbage time Mitch, like he usually does. Um, I had a couple of other thoughts for you guys. Um, Roquan Smith was a beast. I agree. Uh, he had a great game. Um, I would love to see them put him on, uh, Dax Prescott as a spy. So regardless of where he runs or, you know, as far as a runner or a, a potential pass catcher, I'd love to see Roquan just park in the middle of the field and watch Zeke and just track him like a freaking deer and take him out no matter where he goes. I think that's the only way we stop Dallas. Because, uh, oh, God, I mean, we were so susceptible to those freaking swing passes when you get the uh, the running back coming out of the backfield, you know. Uh, so many times I see, like, third and long, and we give up those stupid swing plays. Um, let me see. Oh, I had a thought on um, Leonard Floyd. We were talking about him last time we talked. I had an epiphany. He's, a, by all accounts, a great athlete, and you know he can stop the run. Is this dude playing in the wrong position? Like, I had to, I had to stop when I was driving. I was like, holy crap, this guy is just in the wrong position. I don't know if he needs to beef up and play defensive end. Or just slide back and maybe beef up a little more and, you know, play, uh, play like middle linebacker next to Roquan. But, you know, he, I think the Bears might even see this too, but they keep dropping him into coverage, you know, more often than not, you know, instead of having a rush passer. So maybe if he stays, you know, 50 year option and onwards, it's in a different position. And we use one of those second rounders on some, you know, some, uh, should have been a first rounder, you know, uh, edge rusher or something. But, um, uh, I think that was all I had for now. Anyway, I'll finish the podcast. If I have any more thoughts, I'll call back. But, uh, all right. Thanks, guys. All right. That was uh, Curtis. Thanks again. Uh, we have more from Curtis, and we'll get to him. We're going to answer this one first. Didn't really have a question. I just liked his takes. Yeah, I did, too. Um, real quick, we'll just go through them quick, because do you think Leonard Floyd, Floyd out of position? You know, I never thought of it until that 
very question came up from Curtis. And, you know, I, I kind of see where he's coming from with the epiphany. Um, he might be a better kind of inside linebacker than, def, you know, where he's at right now. Right. Um, th- that would be the one take I would have on it. I think he's in the right spot. I think he's an in-betweener. Um, just build-wise, you know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it I does. think they wanted him to be more like uh, Alden Smith. Remember for the Niners, right? Right. But he's not that big. No, but he's, he's not. quick. But he can't. He has sometimes he has problems shedding the block. So I'm gonna go with Curtis's first take. I think we should have traded him. I love that take. I just I know it's too late now, but you know what? I just feel like we can get more out of it. So. Let's hear another one. Here we go. Hey, guys, me again. I almost forgot. I had sent you a couple um, Facebook messages uh, through Messenger. I don't know if you got them or not. It was during um, not this game. I think it was the last game. Um, but I, I, I just had random thoughts, and I threw them out there. I'm not sure if you guys are looking for those or not, but I definitely sent them. Um, if you didn't get them, I'll try a different uh, venue to, to shoot you some thoughts as I – you know, if you guys want them, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that one, and I forgot my last message, but later. Okay, here's the thing with, uh, <laughs> so for I deleted my Facebook a while ago, and then we got this podcast, and Tim is in control of it, so Tim, our producer slash engineer slash everything that we can't do is <laughs> in control of that. And which is a lot for him. We are working on that uh, to get more active on Facebook. I have the Instagram. I'm more active on that. It's a long story. It's our fault. We need to be better with the uh, Facebook. So we will definitely get on that. And dad, you don't even, do you even know how to use Facebook? No, I have no idea. And I'm counting on you too. So if you want to get a hold of my dad, send a pigeon to Indiana, he'll find it. And we'll go from there. We got another one though. Let's listen. Hey guys, me Curtis again, just finished the podcast. It was awesome to hear Nathaniel call in. Great conversation. <clears throat> some of the guys, I was going to circle around with some of the stuff you guys had mentioned. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I don't think Pace or Nagy go anywhere. I would love to see Pace go, but uh, I do believe him and Nagy both just got extended, so they're not going anywhere. Uh, I mean, if you were the ownership, could you walk away from that many millions of dollars with nothing to show for it? Um, I think as much as we'd like to see Pace go, I don't think he's gone. I mean, the guy, I don't know. Hopefully the management can just control him a little bit. Um, We've well documented our problems with Pace, you know, from hiding your selection for the number two, you know, overall pick from your coach to just the continuous misses with the first rounders. I mean, yeah. Um. his argument, and I'm going to tell you right now, his argument is going to be, look, you know, we, we all gambled, and, you know, he's like, we all gambled on this quarterback, and, we, you know, the whole rest of the roster is there. I did, you know, he's going to he's going to gamble that, you know, and, and make the claim that he re- rebuilt the roster, and they just, you know, no one saw it coming. They missed on the quarterback. Not his fault. That's what he's going to say. He's going to say, look at the rest of the roster. Everybody agrees that we're one, you know, one piece away or two the tight end. But um, uh, how to fix the Bears? I heard you guys ask that question. I would go with my two second round picks. I would go without trading up or down. I would go edge 
then I would go tight end, and then with that fourth round uh, compensation pick we're going to get for uh, cutting loose that running back dude, Mike Davis, um, I would go uh, I would go quarterback there, and then I would probably get another one in the in the sixth or seventh, whatever we have, probably our last pick, and then grab. Uh, you know, a vet off the street, you know, like a Mariota or something. I don't think they can afford Cam Newton, but, you know, somebody who's out there, you know, just to, I mean, to get some competition at least at a minimum and then try to develop some of these quarterbacks. But, um, yeah. So my big, my, my big worry with Mitch is that, that he's going to do just enough. I'm telling you, man, I got to see him either go off. You know, because he's been so bad for so long now, it's going to take a lot to change my mind. You know, I, I liked what you all said about him being a backup. You know, so what he's shown so far is that he can be a backup. You know, prove me, prove me wrong, Mitch, please. I got the jersey. I'd love to use it. Um, let me see. Where else was I going with that? Uh, damn, I had another thought, but uh, it, it escaped me. Went to, I went back to Mitch, and then, you know, my brain got flushed. Anyway, uh, I'll call back if I can think of that other thought I had, guys. Anyway, take it easy. I'll try to call in next week if I can. All right. Uh, Curtis, no, man. No, you've, uh, you're confirming my biggest fears with Pace and Nagy still sticking around. Uh, I'll go first on the question. Can we keep those millions even though a constant, a contract extension? I say, yeah, I, I say, you know, screw the millions. I mean, we're in trouble. Like we're, we're in trouble. Even though we were recording this on Friday, we did win and we'll talk about that later, but, uh, still would like to see how the season finishes out. You? Yeah. Uh, I'm the same way. I, I, I think, uh, Trouble has found us, and uh, I liked your take on the picks, Curtis. I really did. That's exactly what I think we ought to do in terms of, you know, uh, going for an end, going for the tight end, uh, look taking a, a quarterback downstream in the in the later rounds. I, I think that's kind of the perfect way to go. Um, and also, I have a Trubisky jersey also that I haven't been able to wear, so I understand your point completely. Also, real quick, uh, Cam Newton might be a possibility. Riverboat's gone now. Allen has been sucking at quarterback position. Who knows? You know, he, uh, what worries me is he just had ankle surgery. But, you know, if you get if the price is right, take whoever at this point. Even though Mitch had a good... I will give it up to Mitch. He had a good game. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's take another one. All right, guys. I'm sorry for the thousand phone calls. I promise next time I will organize my thoughts on paper and be more concise. But I finally remember the last thing I wanted to talk about. You mentioned Chuck Logano, and I think you are head on. Like, you just nailed that one. I think this is new to MO. <clears throat> he inherits great defenses. Eh, maybe, maybe works them, maybe doesn't. You know, it doesn't look like he's doing much with ours other than, you know, trying to sustain the status quo. And then moves on to another team. So he did this with the Ravens. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy, you know, maybe not this year, but after next year when they just crush it, he's going to move on to another team. And they'll be stuck with some sort of a goofball guy trying to come in here and run the defense. But um, who knows? Maybe Levy Simply available. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I like Levy, but anyway. Um, no, I think you're dead on with Chuck Logano. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the guy is a great coach. I think he is mismanaging our defense. I mean, the fact that our takeaways have had such a steep drop-off 
And, I mean, shoot, anybody trying to fill Vic Fangio's shoes is probably screwed from start. But, uh, I mean, I expected more from our defense this year, and I get they've been on the field a lot, and, you know, Nick, one excuse, second excuse, whatever. Anytime I see Khalil Mack drop into coverage more than, you know, any kind, I mean, holy crap. The other game, he was in coverage so much, it was ridiculous. I thought he was a linebacker, uh, like an inside linebacker. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, just wanted to wrap that up with the uh, Chuck Pagano thought there. You you nailed it. The guy's trash. We need a new one. I mean, he's probably fine, but he definitely should be freaking blitzing more. That's for sure. If the front four ain't getting there, add a fifth. Boom. Look at that. Get two sacks from Roquan Smith, right? Anyway, take it easy, guys. Uh, talk to you, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe next Saturday if I get a chance. Might be camping uh, with the Boy Scouts, but... It might leave your voicemail with you after your next podcast. Uh, anyway, take it easy. All right, that was awesome. Uh, we have more from Curtis. And uh, look, here's the thing with this podcast. We're going to keep playing them because this is the content we, we're striving for, and this is what we do. Absolutely. This is what – I mean, we want to hear – all of the, our listeners and and all of their views. So. And we're also live right now, and I know it's kind of hard for Curtis because he is three hours and it's only 3.16, which is hard to believe that he's 3.16 over there. We're at 6.16. So we will try to make the shows later um, on Saturdays. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're just we we just when the games get over, guys, we're going to be doing it in the evening Eastern Standard Time. So we'll go from there. We are live, however. Um, there are a couple more, uh, that are, that are a little longer. So I, I say you guys just, uh, want to wrap up with the last two, the last two of them. We'll do it from there. Yeah. Is that cool? Yep. That's cool. Cause we do need to talk about the game a little bit, but, but I'm not, I'm not getting down. Uh, Curtis, I love the takes. Uh, very insightful, man. Yeah. Like seriously, I, you got us. I I love the feedback because we get more. Um, I think more. Yeah, I think more. I, I I mean, no offense to you, but we're only two people. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's energizing to get different points of view. So, love it. I know. And after your Eagles take last night, I don't know. I just I, that was a great take, by the way. You, yeah, he thinks the Eagles. Go ahead, tell him real quick. Yeah, this has well, nothing. The, this just because of the game. This is this is just a side bet here, but uh, I believe the Eagles are going to take. The NFC least division. Yeah, and to his credit, he said this after the Cowboys did a crazy opening drive on us. So I said the vice versa. But we have two more messages. Yes. We'll talk about this later. Back to Curtis. Hey, guys. It's Curtis from California. Hey. I wanted to call and do something a little different. So in the style of Larry Dyer from Bearsock Underground, I was going to call you guys and give you my quarter, my quarter instant reaction. So first quarter just ended, and my takeaways were defense looked soft, couldn't get off the field on the third down, and then we put together a nice drive, and lo and behold, Trubisky throws a red zone interception. Great return, but all for naught. Anyway, doesn't look good. Um, kind of pessimistic at the, at the moment, so we'll see if maybe the Bears can turn it around. We get the ball back. You know, I had a nice three and out. Of course, Kyle Fuller could have had a touchdown if he, well, I mean, I guess if he knew how to catch, he would be a receiver, not a quarterback. Anyway, that's all for the first quarter. We'll see how it goes. I can't hear you. 
<laughs> well, behind the scenes there. Uh, love love this live take on uh, everything like that, Curtis. That's awesome. Uh, let's play another one. Let's hear another one. Uh, another live insight to yesterday's game. Oh, no. All right, Bears-Cowboys, second quarter, instant reaction. Well, talk about a momentum shift. That is the tale of two quarters there. Bears took the lead by scoring 17 unanswered points, which is awesome. Uh, on the downside, looked like Smith is out for the game with a concussion. I'm pretty sure that was my cousin Fred who went in to play for him. Uh, just they said the name of the guy. I couldn't remember who it was, but thank goodness Nick uh, Kwiatkowski is out there because that guy is just balling out. Um, thank you to the Washington Redskins uh, for the early Christmas present. Uh, J.P. Holtz is having a great half. I think the guy's got three or four catches. Uh, clutch, looking great. Uh, touchdown to Robinson twice, I think that was. Um, and the kick by Eddie Pinheiro, he's looked pretty solid. Um, Montgomery, I don't know what Matt Nagy has, who he hired to uh, to teach him how to run a, uh, a, a run game, but Montgomery has gone full beast mode. He's uh, I've counted something like 20, 30 missed tackles this quarter. It's, been, it's insane. It's been a pleasure to watch. Um, and then the Dallas kicker missed a field, 42-yard field goal, which I see on top of an amazing um, quarter. So, um, And then, unfortunately, at the end of the half, we lost Wims. Uh, we look like some sort of a knee injury. Hopefully he'll be okay and can come back in the game because uh, obviously we like going to him as a red zone target. But uh, – so much better than the first half. Um, all signs pointing up. We have a 17 to seven lead at this point. Um, we'll touch back in after the third quarter. Curtis, that was a great uh, take on that second quarter. Yes, it was a fantastic second quarter. I think probably our best second quarter of the entire year, in my opinion. Um, offense started to get back on track. Uh, I agree with your your take on Montgomery. Uh, well, since since uh, the second quarter, we found out that uh, our uh, Kwiatkowski's okay. Kwiatkowski's okay. All right, all right. But we've also found out that our linebacker actually has a sh- torn pec muscle, I believe. Yeah, Roquan. And, and Roquan, and he may be out for the year. We don't know yet. Also, we found out that Curtis's cousin is named Kevin Pierre Lewis. Kevin Pierre. <laughs> Ooh, it is the Pierre. The oh, Pierre Lewis. Monsari. Yeah. I will yeah. sack you in the backfield. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I eat the deck. All right, back to Curtis. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I think it was a No, g- I was kicking it over. I was segueing yeah. back into Tim. All right, all right. We're going to go we're back going. to Curtis for the fourth, and then we'll go. break our down. Go, Curtis. All right. Bears, Cowboys, third quarter, instant reaction. Well, since the first quarter, it had kind of been a Bears complete domination up until the uh, Montgomery face mask no call fumble, followed by the rare Trubisky tackle, which was kind of cool. But um, you know that turnover, it, it 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 seemed to ignite a spark, and then that fourth down conversion seemed to blow even more life into that uh, Dallas offense that had been sputtering, like I said, since the first down. So uh, they got the ball on the one, uh, one or two yard line, but at the goal line. So, you know, and I think it's fourth down now. So hopefully our guys can rally uh, some, you know, one last stand and keep them out of the end zone. Um, I don't know. Zeke the beast. um, My bet would be that he gets the touchdown, but um, you know, we still got the lead, even if he does that. So, 
Um, other notes, uh, like Ridley, oh man, the shoe, like really, uh, the guy's playing like a rookie. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's doing things you expect a rookie to do who's in his second, getting game, his second game action. So hopefully he can clean that up going forward. Um, <laughs> hopefully that is the last time we see the Wildcat. I was shocked when that play happened. It reminded me of the uh, the RPO from a couple games ago that looked just like a complete disaster. Um, I hope we don't see that again anytime soon. But I'll tell you what, man, Miller and that second and third effort on the touchdown pass was was amazing. Um, I was, that's just an individual effort right there. And I'm telling you, if you put a prop bet on the Bears' ability to score a touchdown on their opening drive of the third quarter, you would win a thousand percent of the time. Uh, they, for whatever reason, Nagy has the arcane ability to scheme up a drive, you know, with adjustments. And he's, I think, other than one game, which I think a couple of games ago they scored on the second drive of the third quarter, but he seems to be able to to make those adjustments on the offense starting off the third quarter pretty, you know, pretty consistently. So that's good to see from him. Um, first punt of the game in the third quarter, and I'm telling you, Patterson, thing of beauty to watch that guy in coverage. Uh, he's, he's a freak. He's just everywhere, always right there in the catching the ball. It's, it's awesome. I can't believe we got that guy, and I hope we keep him. And then Mac with the shoestring sack. Oh, great. Love to see Mac get in action. But, so yeah, like I said, they got the ball on the, uh, at the goal line. Um, we're up by three scores, I think. It's, you know, 24 to 7, so. Uh, hopefully we can keep him out of the end zone and then drive it at 99 yards back down the field and get ourselves a touchdown or a field goal and, and extend our lead. So uh, we'll see. Um, the momentum's starting to shift. I hope we can, again, stop that. But, uh, yeah. All right. That was awesome, man. I love this third-quarter breakdown. Pretty sure Curtis is going to go into the fourth quarter and break down the game in the end. But before then... Well, let's us break down the game and then we'll kick it back to Curtis. I think that's a great plan. I love that though. I love that take on him watching the game, instant reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree completely with him with Cordell Patterson. I mean, the dude is a special teams machine. Uh, just being a gunner, covering punts, punts itself, and kickoff or kickoff returns because I mean he couldn't be on punts too. Um, dude, how long have we? been on Montgomery or not whoa hold on slip of the tongue Miller Anthony Miller showed up man oh get this time kid, get this kid the ball more he his effort was just absolutely amazing the only problem I had with him all night long is he had that one drop yeah um I thought that was pretty bad but other than that he looked he looked fantastic what so, about uh, the, what about Khalil Max? Hold on, let, well, well, hold on. We'll get we'll get around, but let's start with where we usually always start, and usually we're always pretty negative in this subject. But let's talk about Mitch. Yeah, I think we need to. I think we owe it to him in the aspect of we're really down on him when we're down, but he's had two solid games back to back now, and I th- I feel like as a podcast we at least owe to you know. He played the game he played, and we should talk about that, and we should start there. Yeah, I think he had a great game. I mean, he utilized his legs. This was the first game all year that I think I've seen him 
literally utilize his legs the way he's done in terms of looking uh, for places to run, uh, not just throwing the ball away right away. So I think that helped tremendously because all of a sudden the defense has to account for him. Do you also feel like he was hitting throws that he hasn't hit before? Yeah. And they're they're rudimentary level throws. They're not hard throws. But what we've seen out of Mitch this year, they have been. I'm just I'm gonna read his stat line real quick in case people missed it. He was twenty three for thirty one, two hundred and forty four yards. He had seven point nine average, three TDs, one interception. He he had a great game. There there is no way you can say that he walked away from that field and and didn't put everything on the field. How fun was it to watch our defense when we have the lead? Oh, man. A whole lot. Rested, lead. <laughs> exactly. They came out. They had much more fire because you're rusted. Um, it, w- it was just a really, really solid game from, from Mitch Trubitsky, and we got to give it to him. It, it was a very solid game. He did fantastic. Um We'll, we'll we'll talk more. We'll let, we'll, I don't want to get negative yet. I I do have a little tidbits I'm going to work in, but I don't. Uh, listen, he made some hell of a throws. Um, I do want to get negative in this aspect, not with Trubisky at all. I, do you see what's in my hand, Dad? It's a pair of scissors. You know why? Because Trey Burton needs cut. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I mean, this Holtz kid. Comes in out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, that's what our offense looks like with a semi-decent tight end. Yeah, how about that? And we could actually move the ball in key situations when we throw it to the tight end. I've never seen a tight end so young. This is his first big contract. This guy doesn't want to play football, in my opinion. That's just me. I, I You get that big of a contract, and then you come to the Bears, and you're like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. A little bit of paycheck difference between Holtz, who was out there and got 50 yards, and uh, Burton. He looked good. The kid made the most of his start. Uh, you know, hat, hats off to him. Hat, um, just our defense in general, man. Um, we did leave, leave some points. Let's go to the defense. We, yep. we They came back on us. We only won by seven. We should have won by more. I personally believe that that was more of the coaching, playing the prevent, than it was the actual it, player. It absolutely was. It wasn't any. It had nothing to do with the players. It was situational football. We we simply were not, you know, really pushing it, trying to just stay in the game. It, it wasn't the typical prevent defense, but it was a little bit like that. And anytime you go into that kind of stance, you're guaranteed to have teams come back on you because you're just playing so conservative. Um, but you know, it was, uh, let's put it this way. For a bit old Bears fan like me, it was just a fun, fun game to be a part of. Yeah, it was a great game, I think, in general. Uh, very surprising. Um, just very fun. Very good. Uh, it was... I don't, I don't know, uh, you know, positive uh, three wins in 11 days. Uh, Nagy talked about that. I thought something's going on in that organization. Nagy called better plays, I thought. Nagy called a really good game. Mitch looked better. I don't know where that all sparked from. I'm happy that it sparked um, defensively. 
I think we need to address in the offseason. We need Mac needs help. He does. Mac needs help. Uh, he's not getting it from anywhere else. I know Hicks is supposed to rumored to come back next week. But, you know, just soak up these wins, man. We got we got seven wins, and we're, we're seven for six, and it feels good. It really does. It, And, you know, I... I know people are already talking about we're still in the playoff race. We're still, you know, got the chance for the wild card. I, I think I think truly we've got to take it one game at a time. We've got some really tough games ahead of us, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, um, I, I think I think the game was about as well orchestrated of a game, both from the coaching side and the offensive side that I've seen all year. It's better than Detroit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Easily. Now, if you want to say that I'm a Debbie Downer and a naysayer, come at me. But I look, we're fans, and on this podcast, we don't bullshit. It's just we don't, do we? No. 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 We, we pretty much call it like we see it. Exactly. So let me get into what we've been talking about all year. Now, Mitch has had two good games in a row. My fear, he puts us in a purgatory. My fear is... People at work, people I come into contact with every day, they're like, whoa, did you see Trubisky? Blah, 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 because he's on a primetime stage. As Bear fans, we all know this hasn't been like this all year. And two games does not define you. Like you hinted towards earlier, we have, oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. We have a hard schedule coming up. We have to go to Lambeau. We come back home for the Chiefs, and then we're at Minnesota, okay? Those are hard games. Very. Going to be interesting to see what Mitch does. I'm very interested now to see how he finishes out. If he finishes out in complete shit, I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be disappointed. Um, but if he, f- I don't know. If he goes on an absolute tear, I'm gonna change my tune a little bit, slightly, just slightly, not a lot, slightly. Right now. I, he changed me a little bit. I'm I was all Mitch out. Now I'm like from a scale from one to ten. I'm at a point five. Are you? He, he got me. He, he didn't get a full point, but he got a point five. Cow, listen, guys, Cowboys aren't very good. Okay, and I'm not trying. I'm not trying to listen. We try to stay positive, but listen, we're we're Bears fans. We're not gonna bullshit you. We're not gonna sit around here and go, oh yeah, he's back. He's a franchise quarterback. Let the circus continue. No. No, listen, Nagy is figuring it out. Pace is figuring it out. Like Curtis said on the voicemail, little concerned that they're both going to stay. I think one of them might have to go, especially, man, you get third again. I feel like that's on pace. That's probably wishful thinking. Who knows? Also, uh, that pro- real quick, I just came into my mom. I don't think you can. I gamble. I don't think you can do that prop bet, but I am Definitely going to look into it, Curtis. So thank you for that little <laughs> exchange there. Uh, your thoughts, though? Yeah. You know, the f- first thing I did when I get up in the morning is I got myself a hot cup of coffee, turned on the TV, and the very first thing I heard from an announcer is, Mitch Trubitsky's back. You can tell he's now the true franchise quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Why did and, he- and when I heard that, Tyler, the first thing I thought of was, 
Listen, don't let this sleight of hand fool you. But isn't it isn't it just them always working for the paycheck and not their actual opinion? Yeah. That's it, why it, people should tune in. And I'm not saying just us. If there's more podcasts like us, everyone should tune into those two because there's more of the pie that should be cut off in these podcasts where people actually speak their mind than People putting on a suit, walking into ESPN, not remembering a damn thing what they said when they leave. Right. So wait, I just sorry, want to, I, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's it, it's okay. I I understand why you get on that horse and ride it. I just want to say that if Mitch saddles up, ponies up, we should say. Really getting that Western. Theme. I I love that Western theme right now, and really rodeos and does a great job for the next three games. You know what? He will have my endorsement. I will be up to a seven, maybe a whoa, seven and whoa, a half. Whoa, seven. I'll be up to a seven and a half. If we if he shows me but do you that think he sh- can win out the next three games and has great games, then he might have turned, might have turned to the quarterback we want him to be. But I'm not giving it to him based on one game with the Cowboys. But he's got to get rid of that bullshit. He's got to get rid of those interceptions. Oh, that interception on the one-yard line was just... Who's he throwing to? Yeah. No one knew. We couldn't even figure that out. That needs to change. If that changes, I'm... I'm not to a seven, Lord. Ugh, no, I'm. Yay. I'm telling you. No, if he if goes, he, I'm. I'm saying yes. if he goes on the three game tear. Yeah, I'm still not on a seven. I, I'll. I'll be close to a seven if he has great games. Oh, two yes. games away. Yes. One again. Yes. One on Lambeau Field. One at Minnesota and wins at home against the Chiefs. Okay, and let's he's talk, a big can, part can, of that. Yeah, I'll be up to a seven. Yeah, we have a decimal system. You don't have to go seven. You don't have to go round number. I'll be there, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope I see you at seven. Me, I'll probably be still at a four because I feel like we've seen already enough of him and he's not a franchise quarterback. I mean, remember, guys, he threw seven or seven. He threw six TD passes, no interceptions against the Bucks at home. This and now we're here. Let's not try to live in the moment. Let's try to assess the situation. So, with all this being said, okay, and I'm thinking as I'm talking, I... D- yes, if you could see Tyler right now, he's looking up at the heavenly stars in his I living am, room. I'm looking for some kind of sign here. I know this comes out negative, but every year, right, teams co- it's the copycat league. Do you feel like Dallas played us wrong defensively? I felt Dallas pl- would have played anybody wrong defensively, if you want to know the truth. They were just flat. They didn't look like they were ready to play anybody. Okay, you know why? I have a theory on this. Rod. Rod Marinelli, our old defensive coordinator, who fled Chicago in his prime to go, which was fine because we got Vic. And Vic can some with Vic, man. God, I miss him. I hope him all. I wish him all the best in Denver. Not looking good. I still wish him all the best. Vic was fantastic with Rod. You could see that the way they line up is just the way it is. Okay, here's why I think there's they, no trickery. Yes, no. 
And I think that helps Mitch. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, it does. Of course it does. I also think what helps Mitch is rushing Mitch. They did not contain the pocket. We heard it from the Redskins this year, and we heard it from the Packers. Their number one thing, what did they say? If we keep Keep him in the pocket, we can win the game. Exactly. Make him play quarterback. He got a run. He got bootlegs. He got out and about. That's fine. I don't like design bootlegs. I'm the first one to say that. I like organic bootlegs, if that makes sense. I like them when the quarterback scrambles because with a design bootleg, the defense picks up on that. Everyone rolls one way. It's harder to make a pass, in my opinion. That's just me. By, by the way, speaking of bootleg, that reminded me of what Curtis said, and he was so right on about that wildcat. I hope we never see that again the rest what of the, the year. What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. It, it, when you said bootleg, it just reminded me how how right on Curtis was about that wildcat. That was an ugly, ugly play, and I hope we literally hope we don't see that. Okay, so here, I think personally, I think uh, we outcoached the hell out of Dallas. We outcoached them offensively, defensively. Um, we're in a lot better position than the Cowboys right now. Um, well, not playoff well, wise, but right. I think, I think organize. Well, we're always you're always okay. You're always in a better position in an organization when you don't have Jerry. I control everything all the way down to how you clip your toenails, Jones. <laughs> we don't have that, which I'm thankful for. But man, what the hell were they doing? They 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 drove down on us, and I thought that was the game plan. We both looked at each other and said, damn, they got the perfect recipe to beat us. We both said, I looked at you and I said this and you agreed. I said, you know what? They're going to make Mitch come out and only have a couple drives to make a make touchdowns. Yeah, we, we talked it. We talked like, oh, no, they're forcing us to go in. We're going to go get on the offense, go three and out. And it's going to be all all they wrote. They gave up. I mean, after that first drive, which was almost nine minutes long, if I recall, after that first drive, they quit doing what they were successful at, and I was kind of shocked. I was really shocked. Well, no, I take that back. I wasn't really shocked. I take that back because, damn it, I forget who they had the opponent against. I have a lot of – I know a lot of people from Texas. I got a lot of Cowboy friends. That is not a humble brag. That's just a disappointment brag. But <laughs> – but – Everyone is – this happened again. Who did Dak play, and he was lighting it up, lighting it up, and then they went to the run. This is the exact opposite. Zeke was doing really good. Zeke, 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 Zeke. And then they just – they threw the game plan out the window. And I I thought for sure after that first drive and the red zone interception, I thought we were done. Yeah, I was I like, did. oh, here we go again. I did too. I did too. Here's the thing, why I was so surprised that they went to the pass, and I I think I used the word shocked, and and the reason I felt that way was if you look at at Cooper, Amari Cooper, he wasn't right, man. He was limping around. There's something wrong with that receiver. Well, because they did not take any advantage on the one-on-one on on the outside with, um, we got him from LSU, crap, I can't think of his name, the rookie. Oh, Ridley? Are you talking about no no our, no 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 our cornerback? Oh, uh, he was in for Prince uh, Prince of Mukamara. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I for it doesn't matter. We're number twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
anyway, I think where we were going with this is we were both kind of surprised that Dallas changed its offensive philosophy when it when it appeared to be working so well in the in the first quarter. I think Dallas coached into our hands. Yeah, I really do, and I think we got away with yeah. one. But I, but I'll take it. Yeah, you know what? I'll and take I, it. And I thank you very much. And we play Dallas hard at home every single time. It's December. Let's keep the gifts on coming. Well, the last one they had the ice bowl. Remember that they were posting uh-huh. all that, and Dicka was retiring and all that. I was there. Yeah, that game was freezing. I have a beard. I know if no one's probably seen me. Well, maybe I don't know if you listen to social media, you've seen us. My beard was froze. Everything was froze. Uh, one of my friends got uh, uh, pneumonia. Like, it, it was a crazy game. I was the only one that stuck it out. Love it, though. Just love that atmosphere. Love the win. Love that we can be more positive on this podcast. Yes, absolutely. I know there's a hint of negative, but it, I, don't, I don't see it as negativity. I see it more as not bullshitting you, not, you know, all that good hey, stuff. Hey, you know... Here's the deal. Does football get better than the upcoming game of going to Lambeau Field? Does that get okay, better? Wait, before we get into that, let's actually have Tim get into and play Curtis's uh, his thoughts on yeah, the game because uh, we didn't yeah. get into that yet. Yep. We broke down the game. And now <laughs> here's what's funny, guys. A little behind the curtain here. We haven't even listened. We don't listen to the voice messages until we're on the podcast because – we like the initial reaction. Tim might listen to him, but we don't because we told him we like to uh, react the same way. So with that being said, we don't know if Curtis actually broke down the game. We're just going with the pattern that he started first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. We're hoping he breaks down the fourth quarter. So basically Tyler's saying spontaneity is our friend, we think. Yeah, so right now we're about to listen to Curtis, and uh, if he goes off on a tangent about something else, then he does. If not, hey, we got lucky, you know. Wishing one hand shit in the other. Here we go. Take it away. All right, Bears, Cowboys, fourth quarter instant reaction. Guys, it's a victory. We pulled it out. We didn't choke in the end. We kept it going strong. We worked the clock. Congrats to Britt Trubisky, Nagy, Mac, the whole crew, offense, defense. A complete three-phase victory in the throwback uniforms. Way to ball out on national TV. I'm telling you guys, I got some of the notes from the fourth quarter, but if they can sustain this through the next three games and get into the playoffs, and I'm going to sound like a homer here, but if they can sustain this and just build momentum, look out because they are basically playing playoff football right now. I mean, they are in a, a must-win situation, have been since, you know, the loss to the Rams. So if they can keep building on this and, and looking as good as they do, and Maggie's just scheming it up the way he's supposed to, and Trubisky doesn't look like a backup. He, he looks he looks like a starting quarterback right now, which is amazing. Hopefully a few of the injuries aren't too serious that we picked up today, and we can get Hicks back next week, and hopefully Wins isn't banged up too bad. But I'm telling you guys, um, I'm wearing my Trubisky jersey. I was feeling it tonight, and it paid off. So, quick notes, um, man, Zeke and that second effort for the touchdown to start off the fourth quarter, you know, got that extra touchdown. And the Dallas kicker, man, like he kicked that kick out of bounds. And I'm telling you, it's guys like that that make me thankful for Pinheiro, you know, despite his struggles, man. It, you know, it could, get, it could be worse. 
Oh, man, Trubisky had that strong run for the touchdown. It looked like he could smell the end zone, and he was going to get it no matter who or what got in his way. And my apologies to Kevin Pierre-Lewis. I couldn't think of his name. I figured it was just some guy out of the third row that they said, hey, do you need to, you want to play middle linebacker? But, you know, I mean, no. That guy, he, he really rose to the challenge and, and and put forth a good showing today. So it just, it's just a testament to the depth the Bears have right now. But, uh. Yeah, guys, great victory. Um, felt good beating a quality team. So let's let's see what they can do going forward. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start getting my hopes up. I'm gonna knock on wood continuously. But man, I'm feeling good right now, guys. I haven't felt this good in a long time. It's been a tough season, so it's been really cool to see the Bears throw down on national TV a couple weeks in a row now. So hey, guys, take it easy. Good weekend. Um, if I can call in Saturday, I will. But we're camping, so probably not. <laughs> But uh, um, it's Cub Scouts and stuff. So, but anyway, hey guys, have a good weekend. Um, I got lots of voicemails for you. You can choose, you know, whatever you want. Slice it together however you feel. But hey, great victory and bear down. Yes, Curtis, bear down is right. And we don't splice. We just play. <laughs> we could splice, but you know what, uh, Curtis, you've been such a loyal listener to this program and jumped in first, so we feel obligated. To, we don't feel obligated. That's no. a weird way to say it. That makes it feel like it's not genuine. We've talked to you. I love your takes. Just great guy, seems like. Don't really know. You don't want to sound weird. This is getting a little weird, but no. Listen, we're not going to splice them together. We're going to play them all, man. Love it. Love the love. Yeah, I do too. I do too. It's great to great to hear from you anytime. Please keep calling in. Other listeners, we would love to hear from you well, too. Well, speaking of that, we did get... We're, we're, we're getting a little new to this. Sometimes when we accidentally close out of an app... We're, we're live right now. Uh, we did get a call while we were off. We have no idea what this is. Should we play it? Let's play it. Yeah, let's play it. Let's play Let's it. See what it is. The Bears. But in all seriousness, Trubisky, he's uh, trying to step up his game. He's doing a decent job, but eh, he's still got a little bit of work to do. What do you guys think? Call me back. Thank you. Is that, is, is, is that Matt? That that sounds like Matt. Should we call him back? Let's call him back. Let's call him. Let's call him back. It's weird how we do these take like how we <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. And it's and well Matt answer that is the question. Hello? Hey, what's up Matt? You're you're on the air, man. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Not much, man. We were calling you back. We were playing voicemails and we're still getting new to this, so we we just played your voicemail and now you're live, so What's your All th- right, then. What were your thoughts on last night's game, bud? Well, well, I was happy with it. For the most part, I was happy with it. Trubisky um, is slowly but surely working his way into my good graces, but he still has a long way to go. That's a, that's a good outtake on it, man. <laughs> that's a good theme for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, when he when he had that rushing touchdown, I. I was really happy to see that. I'm like, okay, like he's finally growing some balls. Like you know, he's finally. He's finally, you know, doing something that I really respect. It's like, you know, that's great. He's finally but not like running. I, said, I, I was going to say he's I finally not running backwards for. Uh, yeah. 
And so right. he, he, you know, when he went for that, uh, what was it? Like it was third and three, and he ran backwards for a yard. He's actually running forwards now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess I guess you could say he's uh, moving forward in his career. <laughs> I think that's a good way to. I think that's a very good way to put that. Sorry, Marshall exactly, just got wrapped right? up in the car. Yeah. Cord. All right. Yeah. Um, Matt, what do you? So, do you have any major takeaways other than Trubisky in the game, or? Um, not really. You know, just um, the only issue I had I had with the whole game was uh, it seemed like, especially in the beginning, that defense just seemed like they weren't too too much with it. I, you, you know, know, I kind of felt the same way, Dad. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um, but as we started to score, I think our def- I think our defense kind of responded to our offensive scoring. I did too. I, I really saw our energy yeah. level uh, really shoot up. Did Did you think that, Matt? Oh, absolutely. You know, once they saw that the offense was finally stepping up and doing what they're supposed to do, then defense is like, that's what we like to see. Now let's get get this game going. But overall, the biggest thing that I'm happy about it's the Cowboys. Seeing them lose always makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Not, am I right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Hey, uh, we're about to end this podcast. Why don't you stay on the line and you can end it with us? That sound good? All right. That sounds great, man. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's talk. Uh, we got Matt's perspective on um, what happened last night. We have a huge game coming up. Oh. Against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. We always let the guests go first here on the show. Matt, what do you think we have to do? What what what, what are your keys to the game? I hate saying this, but I don't know how else to phrase it. Yeah, yeah, actually I do. Matt, how do you think we whoop the Packers ass and how do you how do you think the game will actually go? Um, I think the best thing to do I think the best thing to do with the Packers if the offense still has that energy like they did last night then I think we should do just fine against the Packers. And also the big thing to know about the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, he's very fragile. And Khalil Mack, he's got enough power to cripple him for life. So <laughs> let's just cross our fingers right there. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I, yeah. what, what do you think, Dan? I, I think that um, going up to Lambeau is always a tough, tough game. I believe they know us better than any team in the NFL and and because we see them so much I think the focus for them is I don't think after watching the film of this game the Packers are going to let Trubisky run I think they're going to be looking for that now keep him in the pocket and and try to keep him in the pocket I think that's going to be their strategy I I do think we need to um, throw the ball on them at least in mid and intermediate routes and not simply even though they're susceptible to the run the packers are are i think one of the they're not they're not a very good defense all around no they're not a great defense all around that most of their defensive prowess came out of the first three games of the year so i think what we need to do to win that game is we need to um really mix up the run and the pass and we need to make sure that that we put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers and don't give him all day to throw. I'm with you completely. Yeah. With you, yeah. Matt? Aaron Rodgers, he can he can he can certainly thrive under pressure. We've learned that plenty of times. So yeah, 
what I'm saying, I think the big thing that we got to do is do not take this team for granted. Like any other team, just don't take them for granted. Just treat them as a very real threat and just, and just try to want that win better than them. Do you think, Matt, that uh, – what do you think the final score is going to be? Well, not final uh, score, just prediction, I guess. Who wins, who loses? My, um, I, it is, you're probably going to hate me for this, but I, I think the Packers might win this one, but not by much. Okay. Like, no, that's I can, fair. I can, see this, I can see this being like the opening game of last season where the Bears, you know, dominate the whole game except for the final few minutes where the Packers get lucky. So I think this might be a repeat of that, but I think it could be like maybe a 20, 31 to 28 score or something like that. But uh, once again, I, I welcome the Bears to prove me wrong. I absolutely welcome them to prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I hope you're right. Dan, what do you think? I'm hoping that the, the score is a little bit different. I would love to see the Bears win, and I want to see them win. And I think the Bears just pulled this out by a TD, believe it or not. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, ah, man, I'm leaning with Matt. I think Hakeem Hicks comes back. I think we jam the run, and as crazy as it sounds, I think we make Rodgers throw on us. I think we we have to. Uh, I don't think they have the talent on the wide receiver slash tight end level, and they like to run with Matt Leflant. He likes to run yeah. the ball. So uh, I think Packers squeak it out, though, man. I really do. So we'll have to see Sunday, yeah, one, yeah. O- one o'clock yeah. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got any more thoughts, Matt? Before we let you go, or um, um, that's about all I got for right now. So, well, hey, man, so let's just uh, well, let's I- just uh, hope for the best. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you calling in and taking advantage of this. I hope more people are like. Matt, Nathaniel, and Curtis so far who have been calling in, leaving voicemails, getting a hold of this show. More people we can reach out to. The more we don't have to talk and the more you guys can because that would be awesome. That's yeah. that's the goal here. Yeah, the only the only thing I got to do now is convince my father to call in. So he, <laughs> he's got his opinions, believe me. Believe me. Hey, That'd be great. Hey, We're here. As one old guy to other old guys, we want to hear for the old guys. We want to hear oh, from yeah. any generation. If you're <laughs> if you're if if you're a kid, let us know. We'll tone it down. We I can make it PG. I I say we, I really mean I cuz I kind of have a mouth. So Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's end this thing. Let's sign it out here. Uh, um, let's go Bears. Bear down on uh, on uh, Sunday. I'm excited. We were going to go to this game. We're not. Unfortunately, maybe next year we're going to bring more footage live from games. But uh, overall, great win over the Packers. Guys, Matt, Dad, we're above 500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're above 500, boys. With that being said, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.